This is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Subscribe, rate, and review. Amazon, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, check us out. We're also on Instagram at That Guy Jig. But listen, folks, we are a day away. We are a day away from the biggest bowl there is. This is the Super Bowl. We are a day away from the Super Bowl. We are a day away from game manager versus game changer. That is what this episode will be called, folks. Game changer versus game manager. Patrick Mahomes versus Brock Purdy. Now, the Brock Purdy story is amazing. It's so amazing, I think that's why people get so offended when people call him a game manager. Because people are so invested in this story because it's so good. Last pick of the draft, not supposed to be in the NFL, third string quarterback, practice squad, injuries happen, he's thrown in the fire, he does nothing but steps up. He does nothing but step up. And that's what the Brock Purdy story has sold to the masses. And that's what the people love. And that's why people get offended when you say he's a game manager. Because in their eyes, in the average football fan's eyes, Brock Purdy is a game changer. Oh, well, without him, look at, look at, look at what happened last year. We should have won a Super Bowl last year, but Brock Purdy got hurt. Think about, think about what would have happened against the Eagles. People, people really want to, they want him there. They want him on that Mount Rushmore of today's game-changing quarterbacks. They want him up there with Pat Mahomes. They want him up there with Lamar Jackson. They want him up there with, with, with Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. These are the, these are the top game-changers in the NFL. Make no bones about it. Those are my top game changers in the NFL. Because there's not many. That's the thing. It's like the term GOAT. The term GOAT nowadays is just thrown about and it's used every day like fuck. The term GOAT is used just as much as the word fuck. And let me tell you something. It shouldn't be. Because the word GOAT, you're the greatest of all time. Too many times we call people GOATs. And now... That translates to Brock Purdy being thrusted, being catapulted into this game-changing conversation. Do I think Brock Purdy is a top 15 quarterback in the NFL? Yeah. Top 20, yeah. Top 15, top 20. Top 10, you're pushing. You're pushing. You're pushing. Because if we're talking about 10 healthy quarterbacks, I think I could do it. I think I could do it. 10 healthy quarterbacks. So I would give Brock Purdy top 15. I would give him a, 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 an easy top 15. It ain't, it's easy. But see, to be a game changer for me, now this is, all, this is all my opinion. You can take it or you can leave it. But please listen. My thing is, I believe a game changer is somebody who can be thrusted into any situation and take lemons and make lemonade. I think a game changer is somebody that takes a roster further than what it's supposed to be. That's why Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes are in there for me. 
because they take their rosters far and beyond where they're supposed to be. Case in point, if you put Tua Tagovailoa, who is the number one throwing quarterback in the NFL, he's the number one passing quarterback in the NFL, if you put him in the Ravens offense, do the Ravens, are the Ravens the same or better? No, they are not. They are not. They are, they are a worse team. Because Tua is not a game changer. Tua doesn't change the game. It doesn't matter who's under center, as long as you have Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Raheem Mostert, Devin A. Chain, as long as your weapons around you are healthy, that quarterback will be successful. As long as he is an above average NFL quarterback. Tua is an above-average NFL quarterback. He's a top 15 quarterback. To be above average, you have to be better than half of the league. And that's what I'm talking about. With Brock Purdy, when you have a team, and this is the, and this is the thing, and this is why people get upset, and I understand why you get upset. It's because it sounds like I'm digging at Brock Purdy. It sounds like I'm taking things away from Brock Purdy. But at the end of the day, the facts are the facts. Brock Purdy has a running back that has 1,400 yards rushing and 14 touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey has almost 200 yards more rushing than any other running back in the NFL. That's luxury. That's luxury. I'm going to take it a step further. The only team to make it to the conference championships, the conference championships, to have a running back in the top 10 were the Detroit Lions. What I'm telling you is when you have game changers, when you have, when you have these, these guys that you lean more on, you don't need as much. You don't need as much. Jared Goff had the, had the compliments of a 1,000-yard rusher behind him. Josh Allen had one, 1,100 uh, yards from James Cook. Josh Allen is still a game changer in my book. We're looking at the receiving. You know, Brandon Ayuk, 1,300 yards receiving. I mean, he has elite talent to throw the ball to. George Kittle, 1,000-yard receiver. Debo Samuels, 1,000 all-purpose, seven receiving touchdowns and five rushing. This is luxury, folks. This is I. You know what I, I? You know what I compare Brock Purdy to? I compare Brock Purdy to generational wealth. I know as a young kid, I have something going for me. I know. Now, as my time as a man, as a young kid, Brock Purdy did not get to play. He did not get. He was a third string. He was there learning. He was learning the family business. His brother dies. His uncle dies. Brock Purdy has to now take over the family business, right? But he was already given a Fortune 500 company. He was already given a successful company. His sole job is to not fuck it up. That is it. That is Brock Purdy's job. Do not fuck up the family's wealth. Make sure the next generation has some wealth. Don't fuck it up. That's what I compare Brock Purdy to. And there's nothing wrong with generational wealth. There's nothing wrong with someone in your family before you working hard to the fact that you can pass it on and pass it on and pass it on. There's nothing wrong with that. 
But what we will not do is say that Brock Purdy on Sundays has the same responsibilities as Lamar Jackson, as Pat Mahomes, as Josh Allen, as Justin Herbert. He does not. Let's get that understood. He does not. Josh, listen, when, when, when Josh Allen gets up, he knows I have to be the best version of Josh Allen today. I can't have a subpar game. I can't have a sub. When Lamar Jackson get, I have to be the best version of Lamar Jackson today. I can't be, I can't be a running back today. I can't be a wide receiver. I have to be the best version of quarterback Lamar Jackson I can be. Patrick Mahomes. I have to be the best version of Pat. How many games had the 49ers won with Brock Purdy being average? How many games have they won with him being average? That's the, that's the question. Because when you look at it, not every quarterback has that luxury of being able to take games off. I, not every quarterback has an elite top five defense behind him. Patrick Mahomes finally has a top five defense behind him. This is, this is I think, one of the best. Now, when I say I think, those are air quotes. Because I, I usually know. I do my research. But I think the Kansas City Chiefs have one of the best pass defenses in recent history. My, I mean, a couple, of my, a couple of my past favorite pass defenses, Legion of Boom, no fly zone in Denver. But this Chiefs secondary is up there with it. Legereus Sneed, folks, I've been told you about the guy. He's one of the best, he's, he is one of the best corners in the NFL. That is what he is. These are facts. That's why I was so surprised that the Ravens decided to throw the ball 42 times versus the best pass defense in all of the NFL. I was very surprised by that. Because you don't have the facilities. You don't have the, you don't have the wide receivers to throw the ball 42 times and win 15. Zay Flowers only had a good game because he had two broken coverage catches. Let's not forget the man fumbled going into the end zone, folks. So what I'm saying is, that is an elite defense over there. So Mahomes does have an elite defense behind him. So the defenses are even. The defenses are even, right? We can say that. Both quarterbacks have great defenses behind them. We can say that. With a straight face and no one smirking. The 49ers defense, if it wakes the hell up, it's going to be very interesting for, for old Pat. It's going to be very interesting. So I like both defenses. I give the kicking edge to Butker. I give the wide receiving edge to the 49ers. I give the running back edge to the 49ers. The offensive lines are even. The Chiefs have more injuries on their offensive line than the 49ers. So when I look at this game, it is truly game changer versus game manager. And if you're upset about that, I'm sorry. Leave a review underneath the episode and we'll, you know, we will talk about it. But what I'm telling you right now is there's quarterbacks in the NFL 
that are game managers. And there's more game managers in the NFL than there are game changers. And this is just facts. This isn't me just making things up. There are more game managers than game changers. That's why why teams take so many chances on first-round pick quarterbacks because you're looking for a game changer. You're looking for a game changer. Matthew Stafford, kind of a game changer. Kind of a game changer that people don't really want to talk about. But Matthew Stafford was taken to Detroit, shitty situation, got traded up to L.A., changed the game. They are competing for championships now in L.A. That's a game changer. A guy who, yes, he does have an elite receiving core. He does. He does. He does have a great receiving core. But listen, outside of, outside of Cooper Cup, you can't do Puka doesn't count because Puka was a rookie this year. So my point being is Matthew Stafford is still changing the game. The trajectory of the Rams changed when they got Matthew Stafford. That is a game changer. That is a game, that is the definition of it. My trajectory goes from eight wins to, 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 to 10, to 10, 11, because I get this quarterback? Yes, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. That's why the Rams are, are so quick to, to blow off draft picks. They're so quick to trade for this guy, trade for this guy, because they know they just need a couple pieces in place around their game-changing quarterback, and guess what? They'll make a run. Russell Wilson, game manager. Maybe was a game changer in Seattle, but when he got to Denver, he immediately put on his game manager hat. Here's another one for you. Geno Smith, game manager. His whole sole job in Seattle. Don't fuck it up, Geno. And that's what he did. Don't throw interceptions, Geno. That's what he did. Derek Carr, game manager, your whole job. Don't throw interceptions, Derek. That's what he does. That's why he's not in Las Vegas anymore. I'm trying to break it down like a fraction for you, folks. I'm trying to tell you the difference between a game manager and a game changer. Trevor Lawrence, game manager. Manager. You put... You put Trevor Lawrence on, say, the Ravens. They are not better. You put him on the, on the Cowboys. They are not better. You put him on any contending team that has lost. They are not better. Manager. Jared Goff. Manager. Prescott. Manager. Love. Manager. Shroud. Changer. Changer. That's a game changer right there, C.J. Stroud. You know why? Because the Texans weren't supposed to be that good. But you know why they were that good? Because their rookie quarterback threw 4,100 yards, 23 touchdowns, and five interceptions. Nobody threw less interceptions as a starting quarterback than C.J. Stroud. Kirk Cousins, but he got hurt. Nobody who threw, who played a full season threw less interceptions than C.J. Stroud. Game changer. Game changer. Baker Mayfield. Elite game manager. He's a game manager. Trevor Lawrence. Game manager. Matthew Stafford. Game changer. Howe. Manager. Derek Carr. Manager. Lamar Jackson. Changer. 
Geno Smith, manager. Minshew, manager. Herbert, changer. Wilson, manager. Young, manager. Desmond Ritter, unemployed. He won't have a job next year as a starting quarterback. Unemployed. Justin Fields, manager. Kirk Cousins, manager. Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts. Those are my two that I look at and I say, ah, you're on the cusp. You're, on that, you're in that gray area. You're in that gray area. Because you don't like to call a guy like Joe Burrow a game manager. But when you look at it, you can kind of see where I'm getting at. If you look into what I'm talking about. Yes, their trajectory did change for wins and losses. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Their trajectory changed for wins and losses when he got hurt. They were 9-8 and eight this year. Almost made the playoffs. That whole division almost made the playoffs. Well, here's my thing with Joe Burrow. He's throwing to an elite receiving core. He has a great, he has a great running back. But they've had this for a couple years. And even with him being out nine games, you can still say it. He might be a game manager, folks. Unfortunately, he might be an elite game manager. Just because Brett, I mean, Jake Browning had 1,900 yards passing, 12 touchdowns, and seven interceptions in nine games. In 10 games, Joe Burrow had 2,300 yards, 15 touchdowns, and six interceptions. It's pretty similar, folks. Clearly, one of them got more of a pass-heavy script versus a run-heavy script with Joe Burrow attempting 365 yards to Jake Browning's 243. So there's context. But that's why I say he's a game, he's a game manager. Because you can throw someone into that system. You can throw in someone who's a decent quarterback. You can throw in a Baker Mayfield. You can throw in, you can throw in uh, Trevor Lawrence. You could throw in Jalen Hurts. And that, all, and that team is going to be similar. They're going to be similar. They're going to have wins. They're going to stack wins. You can throw in, you can throw in, you know, Jordan Love. Everything, every, Derek Carr. The system stays the same is my point. The system don't change. The difference, another difference between game changer and game manager, the game changer can change the system. Game managers, when they do too much, you hear, he's holding on to the ball too long. He should have checked it down. He's going for the big play. He's doing too much. He should have got down. He should have did that. He should. You don't hear that from a, game, from, a, from a game changer. He's doing what he has to do. We've seen him do this time and time. That's why Patrick Mahomes gets the re- reaction that he gets versus when Sam Howell does it. When Sam Howell throws a no-look pass, everybody's like, oh, cool. No-look pass, bud. You got lucky. But when Pat Mahomes does it, everybody loses their mind. Well, there's a reason. He's a game changer. That's what you go to see. You go to see the magic man do magic tricks. You don't go to see the magic man swim in a damn pool. And that's what Patrick Mahomes is going to do. Magic tricks. Now, as far as this game goes tomorrow, this game comes down to if the 49ers can stop the game changer from being a game changer. If the 49ers defense will finally step the hell up in this playoffs, this is their last game of the season. This is their last chance to prove it all good. They need to go in there and shut some shit down. 
If they don't shut some shit down, if this game becomes a shootout between Game Changer and Game Manager, the Game Changer will be holding up his third championship and people will be calling him the new GOAT. If that is what happens, that is what happens. If they cannot stop it, if they cannot find a way to slow down the Magic Man, I suggest that they go and look at what the Las Vegas Raiders did to the Chiefs. They need to watch the Raiders' game plan versus the Chiefs. It was a great, great game plan. And they have better talent. So if the Raiders can do it, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. That's what I'm talking about. Because any other way, this game gets ugly. Because I don't... Listen, Brock Purdy has the he has the cars. He has the he has the fancy sports cars. But is he a good enough driver that when the pressure is on, when you're making all these left turns, left turn, left turn, eventually you got to hit him with the slingshot. And if you've seen Talladega Nights, you know what I'm talking about. Slingshot engaged. And are you going to be able to hold up under the pressure when you are taking that inside on that final left turn? Or are you going to have sweaty palms? Mom spaghetti all over your sweater already. Is that going to be you? Are you going to be the one throwing up and throwing up before the biggest freestyle of your life? Or are you going to be able to engage the slingshot Hit the corner, pass Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, and win a Super Bowl. The 49ers have not won a Super Bowl, I think, since the 90s. I think when Michigan was wanting, won a national championship, the 49ers, were, their championship was around there sometime as well also. This is, means a lot. I saw a thing from uh, Uncle Shannon Sharp, and he said, this game means more to Brock Purdy than it does to Patrick Mahomes. And I could not agree more. If Brock Purdy can finally, if if he can win this Super Bowl, he might be able to shred that cloak of game manager and put on the jacket of game changer. He just might be able to make that wardrobe change. Just maybe, but he's going to have to do something. He has to win Super Bowl MVP first and foremost. Let's start there. Let's start there. He has to win Super Bowl MVP. If the 49ers win the Super Bowl and Debo, uh, Christian McCaffrey, or Fred Warner, or somebody else, Trent Williams, if somebody else gets that Super Bowl MVP and his name is not Brock Purdy, He will forever be a game manager. He'll be a Super Bowl champion game manager. So that's cool. That has a little ring to it. No pun intended. But at the same time, it's about what you want. What do you want? You can have it all, my friend. You can have it all. But what you can't do is fuck this up. You can't fuck this up, bro. If you are listening somehow, Brock, listen to me. Stay in your lane. Do what you do. Don't let the environment and the social media control you. Don't do what the Ravens did, my friend. Listen. Listen to listen to Jig one time for the one time, two times if you love it. I just need Brock Purdy to do one thing and one thing only, and that's play your game, bro. 
Do not let these, don't let these people on social media take you out your game and then you don't win a Super Bowl. Because if you don't win this game, you will forever be a game manager, for sure. For sure. Winning the game is the most important thing. Winning the game is the most important thing because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what any of us talking heads have to say. A chip is a chip. You can't take away a chip from a man. You can't take away his, that's immortality in sports. The moment you have a championship ring, you are immortal. Everybody will remember Brock Purdy because he's a championship quarterback on a championship team. Starter. So everything else is really irrelevant, Brock. Go do your thing. Do it for Iowa State and do it for every every athlete out there who might not be getting the chance that they deserve. Who might not be getting the recognition that they think they deserve. What another man eats shouldn't make you shit, but another man can motivate you, my friends. They can motivate you. And Brock Purdy, you've been the biggest motivator. Hey, look, you and Dan Campbell have taken the NFL by storm this postseason. You and Dan Campbell. You bit off Dan Campbell's knees, so it's time to finish. It's time to finish. But listen, this is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. Tomorrow is the Super Bowl, folks. I'm taking good football. I'm taking the refs don't mess this up. I'm sick and tired of hearing about how the NFL is rigged. I'm sick of it because I, 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 I'm not sick of it because it's not true. I'm not saying it's false. I'm not saying it is true. I'm sick of it because just for once, can we get a good football game? I've been begging for it. I feel like a broken record player. Please, Zebras, please, please. Put the flags away and let them play football. Just let the men play football. And this is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. Once again, I am him, J-I-G. Subscribe, rate, and review. Subscribe, rate, and review. We'll have college college basketball picks on the Instagram today. So if you want to make some money, get on the Instagram at That Guy Jig. We are putting in college basketball picks. We're hot right now. We're hot. Everything is a winner. But at any rate, once again, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Have a good Super Bowl. Thank you for listening. Peace.